What does the beginning of the end of racism and sexism look like? Welcome to the Awaken, Inspire, Transform podcast. My name is Jafon Seeley. I am your host here today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I wanted to begin with that question. What does the beginning of the end of racism and sexism look like? And why am I asking that? Well, I'm traveling down to Phoenix here in just a few days to speak at an organization with a a presentation that is focused around diversity and inclusion. And it's very wonderful to travel about and have these conversations with organizations around diversity and inclusion and what we can begin doing to start dissolving the barriers that seem to separate us while bridging the differences that exist between us. And as I've been going through the preparation of this particular speech, I wanted to to have just a conversation with you. First and foremost, do you think that it is possible for us to end racism and sexism in our nation, in our world, in our communities, in our organizations? For, do you actually think that that is possible? And the reason why I ask is it seems that We've been having a conversation, at least here in America, about inclusion for nearly two decades. So since around early 2000s, we've been having this conversation around how can we actually start to create these inclusive cultures where everybody feels like they belong, whether they're a different ethnicity or race or sexual orientation or gender or religion or language or culture all of these various things that seem to separate us, what can we begin to do to create these these environments where everybody feels as if they are valued and wanted and respected as human beings? And as I've been traveling about and doing these diversity and, and inclusion workshops with organizations and government agencies over the course of the last uh, almost two years now, well, I guess like a year and a half now, it's fascinating that It's really fun to talk to people about these things, but I feel as if there is an essential piece that is missing. And the piece that is missing, not just within organizations, but it would seem as if in our nation and in our communities, in our organizations, is this inherent sense of human equality. You see, there's something that's very unique that starts to happen when a human being actually feels as if they are superior to another human being. The moment that you feel as if you are better than another person, it is nearly impossible to have an inclusive culture. And on the flip side, if you go into a place, an environment, a community, an organization, and you feel as if you are inferior to another person, well, then it's very difficult for inclusion to exist in that environment as well. So as I'm going out and and preparing to do this particular presentation, I think that it's important that we start addressing the the stuff that most of us are simply overlooking. And that is just having a genuine respect and care for people who may look nothing like us. And so the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because you and I are the people who are living each and every day. We are interacting with people day in and day out. And when you think about the people who you interact with, I mean, just think back of the people who you had the chance to talk to today. Were there any humans, any people who you saw where you didn't want to engage with them? Or where you maybe subconsciously or even unconsciously felt this superiority or inferiority to them? And I know in my particular experience, which I've mentioned on the podcast 
Feelings of inferiority are often tucked very deep within ourselves, especially for people of color, especially for women, especially around our particular upbringings, depending on where we were brought up. We definitely may have felt as if we didn't belong, as if we were excluded from a particular group of people. I know for myself in Salt Lake City, where I grew up, one of the only kids of color, living with my grandparents, my, my parents struggled. My mom was, was, you know, struggling in her life as well. Didn't have a lot of money. Embracing all of these opinions and judgments from my community and the people around me and actually believing that that's who I was. These feelings of inferiority were, were buried deep within myself at a very young age. And just because they're buried deep within you doesn't mean that you never see them. In fact, they are silently running your life or they're silently projecting into your reality. And therefore, as I got older and I entered into to high school and I would walk into a, a classroom where I would walk into basketball practice and I'm the only kid of color, though I was talented and skilled at playing basketball, there were still these silent whispers of inferiority that were taking place within my mind. And not having money at that when I was younger, not being one of the affluent individuals in an affluent school, there was another layer that was buried on top of it. And when I went to college, I brought those same feelings and emotions with me. When I entered into the workforce, I had those same feelings and emotions with me. As I, When I started my own business, I had those same feelings and emotions with me. And those inferiority ideas, that inherent sense of, of inequality, can wreak havoc on our lives. And so often we say what the majority of the people should do to help to create an environment where everybody feels as if they belong. But maybe we need to flip the switch a little bit. Of course, we can still have those conversations for the majority or the people in power, or the people who have a vast amount of resources to begin to recognize ways that maybe their privileges play out or the ways in which they might be more respected in certain communities or certain crowds. But maybe we also need to talk to the people who feel as if they are inferior and ask them, can you release this idea of victimization? Can you release the fact that nobody can make you feel whole if you yourself feel as if you are less than? We need not wait for another person to come up and pat us on our back and say, you belong here, to recognize from a deep level within ourselves that as a human being, we actually belong. And I'm not saying that victimization and, and things that cause situations where we feel as if we are a victim do not happen because they do. It doesn't take, we don't have to look very far to actually recognize on this planet, there are a lot of people who are, who are suffering very badly. But I would dare to say if you are listening to this podcast, you are one of those individuals who are in a part of the world where things might be a little bit better. And so if you have those feelings of inferiority, if you are carrying those around and harboring within your, your heart, your mind, your spirit, what can you begin to do to release them? How can you begin to reclaim your inherent equality? How can you re remove that superior, inferior dyad to ultimately engage and interact with other human beings? And if you are on the opposite end of the spectrum, if you feel as if you are superior to another person, and I know people don't necessarily walk around and say, well, I'm superior to 
this person because my skin color is different. Or I'm superior to this person because I actually pulled up in a Mercedes Benz and I live in a six-bedroom house. I don't think most people walk around thinking that. However, I do believe that there is a lot of unconscious programming within our minds that make us feel that we are better than or less than another person. So if you do feel as if you are superior, or if you catch yourself thinking these type of thoughts, what can you begin to do to recognize the equality that you share with all other human beings? And maybe more importantly, what are the ways that you are living your life that may be building barriers around yourself that prevent this type of inclusion from existing? Racism and sexism cannot exist if we are willing to see each other as equal. Let me say that again. Racism and sexism cannot exist if we are willing to see each other as equal. So this is going to be the main focus of this presentation in Phoenix. And I'm really looking forward to it because... From the outside looking in, we've talked a lot about equitable opportunity. We've talked about giving people, you know, chances to to be successful within an organization. But it would seem that the reason why we cannot create this inclusive culture is because of an unwillingness to create a culture where human equality is embedded within it. And it's not just in an organization. It's in communities. It's in churches. It's in nations. And unfortunately, it's across the world. So what can you and I begin to do? Well, maybe what we can do today is just to call out our own BS. Look within our mind and if we have these feelings of superiority or inferiority, start dismissing them. Reclaim your inherent equality. Call yourself out if you naturally exclude other people. If you feel scared when you're walking past somebody who looks different than you, why do you feel that way? If you hear somebody talking about certain things that tend to exclude people, call them out. There is a chance that we can begin the end of racism and sexism, but it requires us to expand our conscious minds. And that's why this message is so important on this Awaken, Inspire, Transform podcast, because we're not just thinking about transforming ourselves or waking up to the greatest that we can be. While that is extremely important. We are also about creating an environment where everybody can do the same. When one person flourishes in a positive, prosperous, peaceful, compassionate way, it would seem then that it opens the doorways for others to do the same. So as you awaken to your highest and best, as you remain inspired moving forward towards your goals and your dreams, as you transform yourself into the greatest version that you can be, And you do so with peace and positivity, compassion, love, kindness. You are then demonstrating what is possible for the people around you. And it shouldn't just be a small segmented group of the population. You should be willing to shine your light for the world. As I said just the other day, there was enough light for us all to shine. So in what ways can you begin this process of ending racism and sexism? In what ways can you begin to release these ideas of superiority and inferiority? And in what way can you use your light 
to help other people find theirs. If you like this podcast, please do me a favor. Go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to it. Like it. Rate it. Leave a review. And if you ever want me to talk about something on this podcast or you're like, this would be a good conversation to have, you can always contact me on my website, www.jafonseely.com. And as always, I wish you nothing but the best. Please be willing to take heed to some of these words, some of these ideas that we talked about today, and go forth and be the change, because that is what you are here to be. Peace. Peace. Peace.